Welcome to the Lark Blogcast, a written exploration of God's scandalous grace. Read aloud for those who don't have time or don't like to read, so you can listen and be encouraged as you go. I'm your host, Jameson Allen. Today, I'm reading Why You Can't Live Out the Gospel, written by me. The phrase, live out the gospel, is one of the church's modern tells. It seems like a harmless yet profound idea. Under the surface, it reveals chasms of insecurity and confusion. But it doesn't have to stay that way. We can give up on compensating for our unbelief. What we mean when we say, live out the gospel. This phrase can make sense, but I'm willing to bet it is not usually understood that way. The idea that anyone should or can live out the gospel reveals a fundamental misunderstanding of the gospel. When we say this phrase, we typically mean something along the lines of living the changed life or the expanding of the kingdom of God. People who really believe in Jesus really live out the gospel. They bear verifiable proof of the transformation of the Spirit in their lives. This may be true, but we usually mean this in an inspirational or motivational sense. If you believe the gospel, then go do it. The problem is you think you need to live out the gospel. What we are confused about is who does the doing in the gospel. The focus of the gospel isn't the life we live, but the life Jesus lived and yet lives. But the phrase in question emphasizes us instead of Jesus. It even makes the gospel a vehicle or a tool we can apply for our own purposes. Or it makes Jesus something we can apply to our lives and the lives of others. So, can you live out the gospel? Only if you think something is incomplete in it. In the words of Russ Johnson, founder of Lark, the problem isn't that we are not living out the gospel and therefore providing the world with a church that emulates Jesus. The problem is that we think we need to. The church all too often uses the gospel to motivate various versions of Christian living when the gospel explicitly came about because of the brokenness of human holiness. It would be better and more accurate to say, live out your days in the light of the gospel. A Parental Illustration of the Gospel On my best days, I don't expect my sons or daughters to live out my love forgiveness, or rescue. My love isn't conditioned by their acceptance or embodiment of my love. My children will always have my love. I am helplessly delighted in the reality and would be crushed by the smothering of their life, beauty, and well-being. I am, of course, a broken mess and have limited patience and ability to forgive my children. Even with my lack of faith, my love and provision for my children resembles, even if faintly, God's relationship with His children. 
How absurd is it to think that my sons must live out my acceptance of them, as if my daughters can turn off my reckless impulse to protect them. It is a reality they can lean on or not. It is the gift ever before them and the joy ever before me, even if it guts me. Living out the gospel nullifies the gospel. I believe this uncovers one of the most significant confusions of the church, the binding together in a backward cause and effect relationship God's delight in us and our faithfulness to God. No wonder so many Christians struggle with hidden insecurity and anxiety. Living out the gospel usually implies an idea of how to be the church, the idea that we've got to get the life of Jesus lived out. But what if we're called not to live out the gospel, but to trust and proclaim it instead? What is the gospel? In its purest form, it is a message witnesses speak. It is a truth they trust to be true and in which they find joy inexpressible and overflowing. What sort of living might happen if we were to let the gospel be what it is? What lives would we live if we allowed ourselves to believe Jesus's words? I am the living bread which has come down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh for the life of the world. John 6:51 The New Jerusalem Bible Hey, thanks for listening to the Lark Blogcast. Leave us a review and subscribe for more encouraging content on the regular. If you'd like to dive deeper into the conversation about God's scandalous grace, reach out to us at larksite.com. We'd love to hear your story and your questions. Cheers. Cheers.